Blog Talk Radio. Dig it! Welcome to the Atomic Drop Show, live on Blog Talk Radio. Your number one source for wrestling news, interviews, and analysis. You better listen to this. This is the slash of the slicer, the dicer, the ripper, the sweater, the love taker, the money maker, the honey shaker. God. The rock superstar chaos. Sid Vicious. The hardcore homo angel. This is Jimmy Jacobs, and you're listening to the Atomic Drop Radio Show. You can be part of the show by calling in at area code 646-915-9116. Checking it out as my ear is tuned in and my body feels the pains of the slams and the chops. I'm sitting here on the Atomic Drop Show. Ready to kick some butt. Cheek your money here, Revenant on the Tommy Drop Show. Tune in. And now, here are your hosts, Justin Todd and Kyle Cruz. You little punk ass thieves. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to once more, once again, once as always, another edition of the Atomic Drop Show. I am your charming, colorful, and oh so handsome co host, Justin Time. And believe it or not, all the way out in the state right below me is my new co-host for tonight, none other than the wonderful Paul Orndorff, or Todd Orndorff. i got to remember that. That's my fault right there. I'm going to write this down for you, buddy. Please do. Please do. I know. I have you on my phone. It's Todd. I'm just so used to saying Paul Orndorff. It just rolls off the tongue so gracefully. Yep, so uh, so this is time number two I get to co-host with you. This is right, this is right. I mean, uh, you are uh, being joined by a long list of fellow celebrities that have uh, taken the spots of uh, my uh, co-host, i.e. Uh, uh, Jay Gorgeous, and as well as yourself. And well, I got you some pretty big shoes to fill. That you do with the... Uh, uh, encyclopedia that is known as Jay Gorgeous, but for all the listeners that are wondering where my smart-ass little co-host is, he has opted to take once more, once again, another personal day. So that means once more and once again, you get double the pride, double the fun, double the wrestling talk right here on the Atomic Drop Show. And he gets double-ass kickings. <laughs> That's true, too. So, let's just jump right down into it. How was the weather down there in PA? The weather, oh my gosh, finally, you know, it's really weird. Like, Pennsylvania has the weirdest weather in the world. It went from an incredibly, bitterly cold winter, skip spring, and we're already into summer, you know. It's like me and my girlfriend were out the other day, out on the golf course, and she got a tan already. She's already sunburned. So I think they skipped spring down here. What's it like up in New York, pal? Well, up here, we've had a little touch of the spring fever up here, except for today. Today was just rain and gloom, and we had our first uh, thunderstorm of the new year. Ooh. I know, I know. And I normally sleep best, too, when it's thundering and lightning out, let me tell you. So uh, I was I was reading up a little bit on some wrestling news, and right. I got something interesting that you would probably like to hear, seeing as All how right. you're a very big fan of one Tommy Dreamer. I am one big mark of Tommy Dreamer, yes. 
His 90-day clause, no wrestling clause, ends Monday. Is he going to go to TNA? Oh, wow. That, you just came out the left field with that one. Uh, I just Dream. read that right before we got on. I thought, you know what? This might make him happy. We'll see him in the ring again. I, I, do, and love, I do love me some Tommy Dreamer. That's no lie. But... I'd love to see him do a little, a few more personal venues first before he goes to one of the big leagues. <clears throat> I mean, I'd love to see him live in, in person and like actually go out, like give him a high five or actually give him get an autograph from him first off. Have you ever gotten but, to meet Tommy Dreamer? I have not got to meet Tommy Dreamer, sadly. That's uh, ridiculous. I know, but granted, he's from Yonkers, and Yonkers is like on the other side of the state of me. That is true. Okay. So, now that we got that quick little pop quiz out of the way, I need to, of course, as always, since I am your charming, colorful co-host, need to give props out to none other than the SteelCageRadio.com. They are by far the most, oh, exclusively... In the, no, no, that's not right. That's not right. Let's let's cross that out. SteelCageRadio.com, your number one source for all independent news that is out in California. They are the proud sponsors of this fine program for some ungodly known reason. Why they'd ever want to sponsor us is like beyond me. But for all your indie news, for all your Ring of Honor news that we hardly ever cover, or if you just want to hear some slight WWE TNA news, go right over to SteelCageRadio.com. They are, like I said before, proud sponsors of the Atomic Drop Show. And also, if you want to listen to another great, awesome, amazing podcast, what you need to do is tune into the PWH Pro Wrestling Hour. Why don't you give them a little info about that show there, Mr. Todd Orndorff? Well, the PWH Pro Wrestling Hour is hosted by myself, the talented Todd Orndorff. And the one thing I like to do is, well, you know, basically my slogan kind of is, well, it's not really a slogan. It's, it's, it's wrestling news of yesterday, today, and tomorrow, which, you know, which means we're open to any kind of discussion. You know, I'm a huge fan of the history. There's the yesterday. I love what's going on today. And I'm curious about what's going to happen in the future. I'm curious about what you guys think about, yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And right now on the PWH, I'm, on, I'm currently doing a 10-week series of top 10s. And uh, so far, I think I've done six of them. Had to stop for the uh, pre-WrestleMania and post-WrestleMania show. That's way more important. And this yeah. coming Thursday, this coming Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, top 10 worst gimmicks. It should be pretty exciting because John knows there's been some horrible ones, baby. Ooh, I'm calling in on that one. You better, baby. It's a high-energy show. You know, I like to keep it high-energy, fun. You know, that's what this is all about, as uh, as Sir Justin Simon and Kyle Cruz always, always have fun on their show. This is all about having fun. All right. So, i got to ask you right now, flat out, have you ever gone to WrestleCrap.com? Have I ever gone to WrestleCrap.com? Yes. Honestly, I don't know. I might have. I might have. There's so many out there. I might have. Do you know what it's about? Uh, about wrestling gimmicks and 
curious? Yeah, it's, a, it's about the very worst in professional wrestling. It is hosted by none other than R.D. Reynolds, which is the R.D. stands for Real Deal, Real Deal Reynolds, and none other than the man you heard in the intro, the slasher, the slicer, the dicer, the ripper, the shredder, the love taker, the money maker, the honey shaker. Gotta take a deep breath right there. The equal opportune deployer and the money shot deployer, Mr. Blade Braxton. <laughs> yeah, I, my... oh, I'm sorry, guys. No, 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 no. They get enough I, props from us. I saw a WrestleCrap book one time, and uh, I also saw that um, that that's what it was about. So that's where I got my guess from. I saw the WrestleCrap book. I own, I'm proud to say, I own all three WrestleCrap books. There's three. There's three of them. And they I'm, do talk about the very worst gimmicks in professional wrestling. I'm slipping, man. Uh, I They have their podcast that comes out every Friday morning. They record it every uh, Thursday, but it comes out on Friday morning. And I cannot start off my week without listening to their podcast. Hey man, you learn something new every day, huh? That's awesome. I, I had no idea about that. You know, there's nothing, well, it's hard to find better entertainment than like laughing at some of the ridiculous ideas that people have, you know? Like, I remember growing up and watching the Red Rooster, hearing this, hearing this guy who's supposed to be a superstar clock on TV, come on, give me a break. Terry Taylor, I'm sorry, nice guy. Mediocre talent, Red Roosters didn't do it for you. You will be on my top ten list. Ooh, harsh. Well, seeing how we are now ten minutes into the show, I have not even given out you find people the number to call in. What kind of host am I? What kind of host are you? I know, I know. The number is 646-915-9116. Once again, that number is 646 nine one five nine one one six. Trust me, the phone lines are wide open. And also too, I am going to get even more interactive at this point in time. Right now we actually now have well we have been oh my co host never wants to promote stuff fun stuff as I like to call it. We have a blog talk radio chat room filled with the fine people of the Atomic Drop Show and the PWH hour sitting inside of this chat room. They are by far the most superior fans that we have ever seen. So make sure you do log on to Blog Talk Radio. You chat with us. I will chat right with you. You get a little bit more one-on-one interactivity with us. That's how close. We just keep on giving to you people. And, and also, if you guys are afraid to call in, which, you know, some people actually will have, like, a little stage fright thing, like, they're afraid, you know, like, am I going to sound like an idiot or whatnot? Come into the chat room. I'm also in there. And uh, Sir Justin Time is in there. we got some other people in there. It's a great time. If you have a question and you're afraid to call in, ask in the chat room, you know, or, you know, ask in the chat room. We will, you know, answer on the phone so you can hear. And in case somebody else had the same question or whatnot, they're afraid to call in, that will be their answer as well. So it's always a good time in the chat room. Please call in. You know, we're joining the chat room. Ask anything you want. This is a fun show. This is how it's going to be tonight. So uh, that's that, baby. That's right. That's right. So, let's get right down to the bare bones and minimal. What did you think of the first Raw without Shawn Michaels? The first Raw without Shawn Michaels, honestly, 
you know, I understand. I understand Shawn Michaels like is you know part of the glue that like held Raw together. You know, because you now he just you know he's been there for so long. Obviously, you know, and he's uh, his name is you know his name goes along with Monday Night Raw. Every time there was Monday Night Raw, there was always Shawn Michaels. But honestly, like I really didn't miss him that much. You know, I, I'm kind of biased because I wasn't really a huge fan of the person Shawn Michaels. Well, I'm sorry, the character of Shawn Michaels. But, you know, like, it it wasn't the same, obviously, but, you know, I really didn't, like, lose sleep over it or anything. What do you think? Well, I I hate to say this, but I miss Shawn Michaels already. Uh, I mean, I, if, if somebody would have actually tuned in or called in in last week's show, we had the big, giant Shawn Michaels tribute package. And uh, I said back in that little tribute package that, if you were a fan of Shawn Michaels or a fan of the 90s or a fan of late 2000 or excuse me early 2000s every teenage boy wanted to be just like Shawn Michaels. He wanted to dress like him, act like him, be cool like him, have long hair like him, try to sweet talk all the ladies just like him. I mean everybody just wanted to be just like him. Which what person was that? That was Shawn Michaels. No, I mean, like, both persons wanted to be like him? Oh, every teenage... Oh, I would say, if you were a teenage boy in, like, like I said, late 90s to early 2000s, you wanted to be just like Shawn Michaels. Like, I said I was not, you know... As a performer, he's, you know, he's, like, top five without a doubt. As a performer, I thought his work was absolutely tremendous. You know, he he's called, you know, like, Mr. WrestleMania, Mr. Main Event for a reason. I'm like, I, I will never, ever knock his work. I think it's phenomenal. He just can't take his eyes off of it. Even at the age of 44 when he walked away, you know, like WrestleMania showed, he can still do his thing at that kind of level. But, uh, you know, I don't miss the character, but, you know, I will miss his work because, you know, it's an art, it's an art form that um, so few or, uh, oh, I'm sorry, so many are lacking nowadays. But, uh, so... So the performance of Shawn Michaels, that I will miss. The character, no. All right. Now, we saw on last Friday, we saw the crowning of a brand-new world heavyweight champion, the all-American-American Jack Swagger. Now, I was was hoping that he was going to cash it in. He did cash it in. Big props to him. Now I am so thoroughly pissed off. <laughs> I am so pissed off right now. I got a glass of scotch right here that I'm going to take a sip. Doug it. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me tell you why I'm pissed off. Why are you pissed I'm, off, Sir Justin Fine? I'm pissed off because they just buried the world heavyweight champion on Raw. How, you may ask? I'm going to tell you how. Because you had Randy Orton versus Jack Swagger, and pretty much, granted, it looked like Jack Swagger was in pretty good control of that match. You cannot have your world champion look cheap and lose within the first 78 hours of his title reign. I'm sorry. That makes for a very, very weak champion. It shows that you have no experience, and you do not belong to have that one title. It's wrong. 
how could they do such a stupid asinine thing to try to bury their champion that this kid has been around forever long. They finally moved him over to SmackDown even before the draft, and now they want to bury him. I don't get it. I mean, that was incredibly stupid. That was incredibly stupid. And I think, you know, you know, I mentioned on my show, which you, which you called into, and I broke the news about, you know, I don't know if you were calling or not, but about, it was on April Fool's Day, and about Chris Jericho taking time I off heard, or something. I heard a rumor that he died on April Fool's Day. Yeah, we don't like to talk about that. April Fool's Day is over. <laughs> Everybody who doesn't know what happened, what he was just talking about, I am a huge fan of Chris Jericho, my favorite out there right now, my favorite wrestler by far. And I received a text message at 8 in the morning saying, Chris Jericho had died. And it was on the news, and they weren't sure why yet. And I was flying through websites, flying through the freaking every news channel there was, and I got punked because I didn't know it was April Fool's Day. So that's where that little plug came from, and um, Justin, that will never happen again. I will never be punked, and to the person who did it, who was in the chat room, that will never happen again. But I think it's ridiculous that they um, that they took the belt off of Jericho and threw it on someone like Jack Swagger already so soon, just like you said. I think it does make for a weak champion, and uh, I know the, the, the creative writers, you know, I think they should have taken a step back and then, you know, just... I don't know. I didn't get the full effect of everything. I'm I'm not a believer right now that you know, like what they're doing with him is uh is going to make him any better. Agreed, agreed. And we have our first caller. It's from the five eight five area code. He is known as the king of the spatula. It is none other than the legendary Jimmy Z. What Jimmy is Z, happening? How, how you doing this evening? Not too much. What's going on? Not much. Nothing much. Just uh, you know. Hosting well, the show so kind of solo tonight. Got my good friend, Mr. Todd Orndorff. All right, all right. How's it going, Ted? I'm good, buddy. How are you doing tonight? Oh, not too bad, not too bad. I was wondering where, uh, you know, where my where my uh, my homeboy was. You know, my brother, he, my brother, my brother from another mother. Your brother from another mother had to take a personal day out today. Oh yeah. Well, I hope everything's. Uh, I, I hope it's just uh, personal, nothing too personal. Okay. No, it's it's just personal. It's just personal. He just has his he had his uh, priorities kind of mixed up. He didn't know if he wanted to go straight or by, which I totally understand. But he'll be yeah. able to get his shit together and be on next week's show. Yeah. So uh, what a great week in wrestling so far. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, once again, uh, the story writing on the, on Raw is phenomenal. I am I'm loving the the pop the crowd is giving especially the heels and, and the faces. They're beautiful. The crowd is going nuts. I, uh, I, you know, and then once again, TNA has just completely dropping and dropping. I can't figure it out. Well, that's mostly because, like I said before, in the first time when we started to do the Monday Night Wars, that it is like WCW version 1.0 all over again. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's sad. I, I'm, I'm, I'm more... Is is as excited as I am that that McMahon's product is actually starting to make sense. Um, I'm was also looking forward to having a good product come out of TNA. And like I had said before, the, the their first Monday night was awesome, and their couple impacts after that were phenomenal shows. 
and they are just dropping the ball, and I, and I think they're using the wrong people in the wrong position as far as storyline goes. Uh, explain, Mr. C. Uh, well, I think to Abyss is the wrong guy to, ha- to, to, to be doing, to being the, the, let's just put it this way, Abyss is trying to be Hogan, and Styles is trying to be Flair, and it's, that is, it is just not uh, original enough for me. That's true. It, it, what they're trying, let me try, see, they're trying to make up their own kind of mini version of NXT without trying to rip them off, sadly. In my humble opinion. Yeah, well, I never looked at it that way. I just thought the overall. I mean, I do like that the. I do like that the band. I don't like the name of the band because I think uh, it's one of those things that it sounds good used in a sentence every other week, but to be the the main name, uh, I think it's kind of corny. But what else do they have? McMahon owns the name to the Wolfpack, and he owns the NWO name. So there's not. I guess there's not really much more after that. There isn't really. I mean, it, you know, at least, they, at, least they, at least they can still spray paint for life on people, which is which is awesome. That's true. That is true. I mean, uh, Vince cannot own the for life logo. Yeah, you know, um, you know, and it's, uh, you know, it's. I just, I just, I just think overall TNA was boring. Um, they're, you uh, I mean, they're, and you know what? I don't know if you heard about this, but I guess they were warning people before the show that it was going to be a little bit graphic. Now, really? I didn't, I, yeah, and I, I, I'm not going to lie, I think Orlando Jordan's skit was a little bit more graphic last week than anything I saw this week. Well, I did not watch uh, TNA. Could you please elaborate? Because I had better things to do with my life than watch TNA, no offense. Oh, listen, 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 listen. If you're going to be a wrestling guy and you're going to have a wrestling show, you got to call it down the middle. You well, know, I do call it down the middle. See, that's why I got I take care of the WWE product. See, my partner Kyle Cruz takes care of the TNA product. Sadly, uh, I just found I guess, out that he wasn't able to. Yeah, well, well, with TNA, um, like I said, the show I, overall, I just think I, I think the the, the storyline is just completely whack, and, until, and they can't just drop it. So I guess they're going to try to do the best with it. Flair's been in a wheelchair for three weeks, which I think is baloney. Ric Flair does not belong in a wheelchair. Uh, and I don't think he's really hurt. In, you know, and maybe one show on a wheelchair that's fine, but for this whole scenario, for this whole, for the whole storyline, I, I don't, I don't understand why he's in a wheelchair. Um, Must be getting his FDR on. Something's going on, you know. Um, but as far as like, like I said, the um, the um, the uh, women's wrestling, I think, is they're definitely giving that a big push because that was. The, the, I mean, the final segment of TNA last night was was the knockout division, and um, that's pretty pretty crazy to be the last segment of the Monday Night Show in uh, it being women because that's never happened on uh, that's never happened up in uh, Titanville. Hello. Yeah. I've, I've, oh, I'll, I've, I'm sorry. Uh, that I, got disconnected there for a split second. Oh yeah, um, but I but the overall like me myself I always watched both brands of wrestling. I was that guy that before WCW started picking up, I watched it from the first Monday Nitro, um, and then slowly people started picking up on it. And I've been watching TNA since they were on Fo- uh, Fox Sportsnet. You know, um, I'm 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 a storyline person. I like to see where the product's going, and I like to see what kind of creative things they can come up with. 
Um, I think right now uh, Vince is doing a great job. I think he's kicking serious ass. Um, I think the storylines are great. Um, for once, if you know what, I'm, I'm, I, I, tell me if you agree with me here. But if John Cena would stop yelling through the mic when he gets excited, I think he'd be. I think that's his only down. Well, he should only be allowed to yell only if it means something more personal. He gets very excited too quickly, which I think I, that is the only downfall. I'm kind of like Cena. Really, you have to be yelling right now. Uh, like if this is not necessary, you know. But. His the, the the whole thing is great. I think the the show was awesome. Showmans, I love those guys. They, they are the per they, they are they the are best, the, the most entertaining tag team out there right now. And you know what? I really think I really think that Miz, whether you want to believe it or not, is one of the key points of the future of wrestling. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, that guy. Rachel. Go ahead. I was going to say, him and Morrison, when those two tag team together, we saw actually the future of the WWE right there. And it was a very nice thing to see, too. Oh, I, I agree with it. I mean, right now, I don't know what they're doing with Morrison, um, but I even, even I remember I remember when they brought R-Truth out. And what, what was his name again? What, what they had, what, I mean, Yeah, but what was, oh, you you don't know what his name was in, 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 uh, in, um, in, w, in TNA? It was Ron uh, Killings, wasn't it? It was what Ron was it? Killings. Ron Killings, that's it. I know. Okay, yeah. See, that was up. Ron Killings. Ron Killings. Um, I think when they first came out with that guy, I re- I remember the crowd looking at him like, "Is this guy really serious? He wants us to sing along." And and I was kind of like, "Wow, this is not really going anywhere." But I think they just stuck with it, and now that crowd is going nuts when this guy comes out. And I think Agreed. it's phenomenal. I think I, I I I judge majority even if I don't like it or don't think it's anything anything special, if the crowd goes nuts, I think they're doing they're doing their job, which is entertaining the fans and and getting them into it. Um, I'll still never figure out how Triple H is, still has strong pops every time he comes out, no matter what. You know, it's that that guy that guy just for some reason just um, you know. They just they they keep on doing it, and there's no booze. I mean, you can hear the booze with Cena. Triple H, he is just comes out, and that place goes nuts. Of course, of course. They well, Jimmy, go nuts. Jimmy, we got to move along. We got the next caller already lined up. All right, man. You guys have a great night. All right, buddy. Have a good one. See ya. None other than the legendary Jimmy Z. And next person we have on is from the. Six seven eight area code. I think I may know who this is. Caller, you're on the air. Oh hey, it's me, Dakaris, man. It's our yeah. super fan, Dakaris, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, Dakaris? How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing good. So, Dakaris, how, how was your Easter? Oh, um, my Easter was fine. How was your Easter? Um, my Easter was good. I sat back and had some uh, very very delicious ham. It was the best. Yeah, yeah I had ham too. <laughs> yeah, well, I heard that you uh, worked over at uh, Honey Bay Ham. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it was a 
Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, at least I got a free ham after I did my shift. Like I always do every holiday shift. So that's not bad. Yeah, it's, no, it isn't. I was like, hey, at least it's free. So yeah, the best price you give can be free. So the cars, yeah. what what brings you on the Atomic Drop Show tonight? Oh, tonight. Uh, I, first, I wanted to talk about SmackDown last Friday, which which to me was was the to me, the best SmackDown I've seen in a long time. The beginning when finally Jack Swagger casted Money in the Bank and he is your new world heavyweight champion. I marked out big time when it happened. I was doing the Swagger run, which unfortunately he's not doing at the moment, and pounding his chest and stuff, so I'm guessing he wants people, people to take him seriously now. So I well, guess that's where they're going. Amen, brother. Amen. I was right beside you when I, uh, my uh, fellow co-host, Kyle Cruz, sent me a text message saying, did you hear the news? Did you hear the news? And sadly, I did not hear the news. And when I heard the news, I marked out out of my seat all the way down to Pittsburgh while my future father and brother-in-law looked at me like I had eight heads coming out of my head, thinking that I was a complete and total nerd. But that's okay, though, because they know what they're getting with me. <laughs> But now, I touched on this earlier in the show with Mr. Orndorff. Now, what did you think of Randy Orton versus Jack Swagger and Jack Swagger being supposedly buried? I, I didn't like that, man. I thought Swagger should have won that, but I figured they were going to bury him anyway, even if he is the champion. Because, like, I mean, through his whole stint of Raw is that he got buried. He floundered. He got lost in the shuffle like everybody else. Which which upset me, and then well, I'm happy that he's going to SmackDown full time. Yes, yeah, so, so I'm very happy because yeah, because I had a friend my last night, Kevin. We were talking about like like about the difference between SmackDown and Raw and stuff. So we was I was saying like Raw, as good as as good as Raw is, or they say they are, because to me Raw's not Raw anymore. It's kind of, it's after last night, I just I was just like. Raw kind of dropped the ball last night. I didn't want to say too much about Raw, even if my guy David Lutonga was in charge. But it just—I just thought, man, yeah, it should have done better last night. It should have, but but it didn't. So, actually, I got a question here about about uh, Monday Night Raw. I was watching it, and uh, and I'm kind of confused on the role that Ted DiBiase is now taking. You know, because like like. He did a shoot on his own father. Like I, like I had the impression that he was going to be a face, but from the promo and everything that he did prior to his match, like I wasn't sure if he was like, like staying sort of in like a heel character or, or if he if he really was going to turn face. What's your guys' thoughts on that? Well, I my thoughts on that one is. I think they were pretty much letting the fans decide on what they wanted to do with them. And once they decide, they're going to do the complete and polar opposite with them, just to piss off the fans and to make him become a stronger character regardless. Yeah, I, I had the impression all along, you know, that – and I even, like, you know, I read on some things on the Internet, like, yes, you, yes, you can't always always believe what you read, but, you know, I, I, like, I read a few things from the inside that, you know, after this whole legacy breakup, that he was turning to be a strong face and in uh, continue a very long feud with Randy Orton, but you no, know, I guess uh, I guess time will show if that is 
if that is correct. Dakaris, what are your thoughts? Oh, my thoughts? I, I thought so, too, um, Todd. You ain't the only one, man. Because um, I thought DiBiase was supposed to be turning a baby face through the whole thing and stuff. And it was weird because I noticed the fans were cheering for Orton, even if he was a heel and stuff. They, they just gave him more bit, better reps than both Cody and combined. And I, and, and I was surprised. I was like, so I'm guessing. And then, and during, like, when I saw the WrestleMania match, it's just like, yeah, he pretty much owned them both at the same time. It, it didn't feel like a threat at all. I mean, I was just so I, I really don't know. But I, but I but I did like he had that million dollar belt last night. I mean, that, that looked awesome on him. Of course, since he's son and all. Agreed, agreed. And what did you think of that sweet million dollar belt wrapped around? Well, I should say, strapped over his shoulder. Oh yeah, it looked as he. Yeah, I hadn't said this in a long time from Ted. It, he looked simply priceless. Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. I'm going to start calling you Michael Cole right now. What? What? No. He's priceless. Oh, priceless. hell no. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. No. No. I do not want to be called Michael Cole. Damn. No. <sighs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, that's all right. That's all right, though. That, that's just between <laughs> you and me. No one else will have to know, all right? Yeah. All right, the cars. Well, feel free to call back in later. we got the next call already lined up. Uh, all right, man. I'll call back. All right, brother. All right. All right, bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, super fan Dakaris on the phone. He's a good guy. He is a very good guy. So he did bring up some interesting points, though, about uh, about uh, SmackDown with uh, Chris Jericho and Jack Swagger winning that title. I mean, uh, it's always interesting to see how the next person is going to cash in the next money in the bank. See, previously, me and uh, Kyle used to take bets on when the next person was going to cash it in. Iron- ironically, it was CM Punk both times, and evidently he was actually closer in picking the dates, but... For some reason this year, we forgot to do it. I feel bad, but evidently I have a feeling we both would have lost on that one flat out. Yeah, it was very surprising how soon is You know, if Jack Swagger is going to play the character where he's going to, like, you know, you know, try to cheat and win, I think, the, I think that could get him so much heat. And I think he, he should, like, you know, like stick along with that, you know, and have that – become like the all-American American cheater or something. No, you, know, no, you got to do it right. Do it right. It's the all-American American. And I refuse to say that. <laughs> All right. I'll let that up to you, my friend. Well, thank you very much. Now, we should have had Dakaris call back in so he can do a sweet Seamus impersonation. That is the best impersonation I've ever I heard. I don't think I've ever heard that. He, he did it last time on the show, uh, about two weeks ago and last week. Hmm. I'll have to tune into that. Or or then if he does call back in, I'm just going to make him do it or just kick out. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. Now, how much TNA have you been following? Honestly, I haven't been able to watch very much of it because I can't break away from Monday Night Raw. I just can't. Like, this whole little bow, whatever the heck you want to call it, it is not a war. It's not a war. It's, 
I can't tune away from Raw. TNA does not grab a hold of me enough to to want to change that channel over to TNA. So, honestly, not very much, although I did get some breaking news on TNA today, if you're curious. All right. All right. Lay it down on me. Lay it down on me. Karen Angle and Jeff Jarrett are now engaged. Did you know that? Get the hell out. What do you got? Two story. Karen Angle and Jeff Jarrett are now engaged and are planning their wedding. I need to get my Ron Simmons, like, sound clip at the ready, if I had one. (laughs) Wow. When did this news break? Um, actually, it was here today. It was uh, here today. There's a great website, guys. You know, if you want inside information, things that most people don't know, you can go to 24wrestling.com. Honestly, you can ask anybody who knows me. The very first website I go to in the morning before Facebook, before Twitter, before anything else, 24wrestling.com is the only website out there who, who updates 24 hours pro wrestling news, 24wrestling.com. And they, it's actually, I think, the first link on there, so it was just posted that Karen Angle and Jeff Jarrett are now engaged. Jeez. Now, what was and your second bit of news? The second one is Christopher Daniels was now released. I don't know if you knew that or not. Christopher Daniels. Christopher Daniels. The Fallen Angel. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 he yes, yes. Has, he was released... When was that? It was... A few days ago, I believe it, it was it was like two or three days ago. So uh, you will no longer be seeing him, and I'm pretty sure that somewhere in the near future he will be in the WWE. Okay, let's take bets on when his ass is going to show up. Ooh, call me out. Hey, I, hey, I got to play rough. I mean, I have to take both sides here. I don't like playing the mean guy. That's why I have Kyle, but since he's not here, someone's got to be the kind of the jackass of the group. I am going to say Christopher Daniels. Well, you see, I don't know. He was, you know, he was. He's obviously a, he's obviously a very good wrestler, and but I'm ah, give it. Hmm, I don't know. Like, wow, I don't know, buddy. I'll let you go first. <laughs> Want me to go first? I'm going to say I'm going to go flat out and say I'm expecting him to see him before before SummerSlam, or he will do a run-in at SummerSlam in some in some weird capacity. But it's going to be before or at SummerSlam. I should have spoke forward. I was thinking around the SummerSlam mark, but I'm going to give it. Hmm. I'm going to give it probably around September. September? My birthday. Right, September. Uh, well, there you go. That'll be a good birthday gift for you. I would hope so. If not, I'm calling you back out. Call me out. Yeah, uh, I I got that news on him, and uh, I was I was actually I was kind of surprised. You know, he's pretty well established there, and uh, he I don't know what the circumstances what what the circumstances were, but I do know that he was released. It was breaking news, and the other TNA news that Karen Angle and Jeff Jarrett are now engaged. Evidently, you are more, uh, you know, inclined to all this stuff than I am. Well, that's why you are kind of like the mini TNA authority to my WWE information of knowledge. Yeah, this website I go to, it it covers everything. It it covers WWE, TNA, UFC, anything. It's it's such a great website. So, guys, 24wrestling.com. 
All right. Now I got to switch gears for a split second. Uh, as uh, you and I have both updated, uh, we had uh, another passing in sadly the wrestling world of none other than who better than Chris Canyon. Yeah, I you know I remember watching Chris Canyon uh, way back in WCW, and he was actually under contract with the WWE from 2001 to 2004. And, uh, you know, I had a um, a top ten on my show and top ten deceased wrestlers. And the, prior to that, I mentioned, you know, how special it was to me to do kind of like a tribute to those guys and everything like that because, you know, when you're, when you're a legit fan, someone who really takes an interest in the backstage and who the person is outside of the ring – you know, and how they're able to turn the switch on and turn the switch off of, from character to real life. You know, it it can really, like, this is so hard for me to talk about because, you know, the, honestly, there's been times where I've lost sleep over losing, like, a hero. Chris Canyon was not a hero. Was he a good wrestler? Absolutely. Was he well-established? Absolutely. But at the age of 40 years old, when someone, you know, in their life, when someone dedicated their life to make you smile, you know, how can that not affect you, whether you know them or not, you know, that his job was to entertain you and put a smile on your face or make you scream or yell. And um, it's very, it was, it's another very tragic loss in the world of professional wrestling. And frankly, I'm getting sick and tired of it. I posted it on my Facebook page, you know, like, why does this keep happening? How much longer is it going to go? And, you know, I don't know if it's answers that we're ever going to really find. Agreed, agreed. I mean, uh, you like that Canyon over in WCW was who's better than Canyon? Absolutely. Everybody. But there was only one Chris Canyon, and despite him uh, sadly uh, leaving us so soon, he will off will be remembered here forever and always on the Atomic Drop show. Forty years young, guys. It was forty years young. Now then, now that we got that sad bit of information out. There's two more topics I want to talk about in the 17 minutes we have left. First off, I got a awesome, amazing picture. Actually, I should say text message from you receiving the Heart and Soul DVD. Oh, baby. I'm assuming you have watched it about nine times over already with your, with your uh, very lovely girlfriend. Oh, man, that's not give her too much credit here because, you know, I'm going to be hearing about that the moment I walk in the door. Uh, anyhow, she is lovely. Um, anyhow, she bought it for me. I, you know, I mentioned on my show last week I was going to go to Walmart. I was going to be there at midnight. I fell asleep. I fell asleep, and I didn't get to go till like, 9 o'clock in the morning. But that very Dang. lovely girlfriend bought me. She actually bought Heart and Soul for me. And uh, I did watch it today. And honestly, if you are a fan of the uh, entire Hart family and, uh, and like, how their family operated, you know, 12 kids, eight boys, all wrestlers, four girls, married wrestlers. And if, uh, if you're a big fan of the Hearts, please get this. There's actually parts in a DVD that just, you know, hit home. And, uh, you know, I like, couldn't believe some of the things they went through, like, from, like, almost not having any food so – Stu Hart would, could try to save the, the company business that was Stampede Wrestling. You know, just some of the things were so hard-hitting where, like, honestly, it could almost bring a tear to your eye. But uh, it was, my, in my opinion, honestly, is the very best WWE DVD that's been put out. And not just because 
I'm a huge fan of Bret Hart and all the other hearts. But uh, in my opinion, it's the very best. You have to get it, my friend. Do you think it's very ironic how they launched out Shawn Michaels' My Journey and Heart and Soul both at the same time with it, with the exception of, like, a week's difference? Uh, I, honestly, I don't know because uh, – that's a good question. I don't know because, you know, obviously they knew that, that, that WrestleMania was going to be Shawn Michaels' last match. You know, they knew that for quite a while and everything. So I don't know if it really was a, a coincidence, but it was pretty ironic. All right. Well, we have another call on it on the phone. I believe it is super fan, believe it or not, Seamus. Seamus, are you on the phone right now? What? Dakaris? <laughs> Dakaris? Dakaris, you with us? Hello. Well, we lost him. Call back if you're listening to Chorus, but you better be. Seamus. Now, now the second thing I want to touch on. We just got word, three-hour Raw. It's coming. We got the draft coming. Are you excited for the three-hour draft? I am very excited. I would like to see, uh, you know, I'm kind of hoping that – well, obviously, I think since SmackDown has no really world champion, um, that you know, I think it's pretty obvious Jack Swagger will go to SmackDown, and um, I'm kind of hoping Jericho comes back to Monday Night Raw because I don't get to to watch uh, watch SmackDown where I live, and I'm all about Monday Night Raw anyhow. So I'm kind of hoping my favorite wrestler comes back. Uh, how excited are you? Oh, I'm excited. I mean, it's a draft. Like, every year I kind of hold – I used to hold my breath because I didn't want to see, sadly, Shawn Michaels be taken off Monday Night Raw, but that's pretty much the only reason why I held my breath. And I also held my breath because I didn't want to see CM Punk being taken off Raw, but, well, that kind of just happened anyways, but who knows. But we have, I believe, Superfan Dakaris back on the line. Oh, hey, I'm back. There he goes, there he goes. And hey, all right. All right. Uh, hey, yeah. I, I I heard that you do a pretty good Seamus impression. You gonna help me out here tonight? <laughs> oh God, yeah, the Seamus impression. Ne- oh, I've never heard yeah. it, my friend. What's up with that? Let's go. Oh, you want me to do the same impression now? You gotta, you gotta do it. I mean, it, this is not. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'll do it. All right. All right. I am the Celtic warrior, Seamus. <laughs> I mean, how dead on can you be on with that? Hey, Justin Tom, I think you need that as part of your show's intro. I think yeah, you need to like, plug that somewhere. We should have we should have our interview with Seamus soon. Hopefully in the upcoming weeks I'll talk to Kyle Cruz and see if we can get the one the only Seamus on from Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> Oh my God! Oof. Do you stand in front of the mirror and practice that, or what, the cars? No, 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 I don't do that in front of the mirror. I just, yeah, since I want to be a voice actor someday, I just, I just have a good impression of them. You know, it's not hard. It's just I have to think Irish when I hear Seamus. <laughs> so, do you do any other impressions? Oh, swagger! Oh, I, I can, I can kind of do swagger. Yeah, 
Okay, um, here's my um, swagger impression. Um, you have found your replacement for Shawn Michaels as the most greatest superstar on the entire planet. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. You, you, have... probably, you could be the new Jason Sensation right here. Yeah, there you go, <laughs> Jason Sensation. So the card, do you have one for uh, a Kyle Cruz or Sir Justin Time one? I prefer uh, Kyle n- nah. right now. N- nah, I, I can't. No, I don't, unfortunately, oh, can, no. Oh, can I please, can I do my Kyle Cruz? Oh, oh, you, oh you're going to do Kyle Cruz? Oh, I got to hear this. I can do a Kyle Cruz. <laughs> okay, well, all right, go. <clears throat> Well, I'm telling you, Justin, just because you didn't watch TNA is just because TNA is a much superior, better product than WWE, even though I do watch TNA a lot more than Ring of Honor. But Ring of Honor is also a very good standard buy rate on pay-per-views. But granted, the buy rates between TNA and Ring of Honor are almost side by side. But what do you think about that, huh, Justin? What do you think, huh? Oh, you just got owned because you don't know nothing. Ooh. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm not going to have a co-host anymore. I figure I'm going to be getting a very nasty phone call once this episode Yeah, I was like, yeah, Kyle's going to chew you up next week. Oh, man. He's going to chew you up. He's going to whoop my little white ass. That's no question about that. (laughs) But here's the best part, though. He's part of the wedding, so he's got to be nice to me. Oh, Oh, he ain't getting his ass up to New York. Oh, oh, he's actually going to New York for your wedding, really? Yes, yes. He, uh, oh, I, wow. I plan on flying him out for the wedding. Oh, okay. That, that's thoughtful of you. He is actually, I, I've said this before, he is actually one of my groomsmen. Oh, okay. That's, that's sweet. And what I've, what I've been, I haven't proposed yet, but that I want to get, instead of, uh, you know, uh, wedding rings to exchange, I want to exchange, like, world championship belts. I'm oh, all for that. Oh. I am all for that. I, I know, same here. I need a belt anyway. Shoot, it could look good for one of my Cena shirts, so look good. I, I'd love to just get the world heavyweight title and just have, like, Kyle, like, strap that around my waist. <laughs> just so you can say that. I, I, you are the better champion. You are the better uh, journalist than me. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a smooth idea, man. Okay, yeah, I, I, I know. Yeah. It is a good idea. Oh, oh, right. oh, oh! What I wanted to say was, oh, oh, about the draft. Yeah, I, I can't wait for the draft too, because I'm like, the, I'm hoping after the draft, Raw will start getting a bit better again, because at the moment it's kind of getting stale, you know. So, and, and I know, and I always keep, and I, I know I always get pumped up for the draft, because I'm like, I always keep make my predictions and stuff, and see if they come true or not. So. Yeah, the draft is always a fun evening. It's always a fun evening. The draft so. ranks up there right, right with WrestleMania for me because it, it adds just another, another level of excitement. Because if you remember correctly, they, they did the draft like the next night right after Raw, or the next uh, night right after WrestleMania. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, they sure did last year, uh-huh. Just after WrestleMania, so. Yeah, which which I was yeah, which I was yeah, which I saw and it was it was a good draft and I was like I was happy that that Triple H at the time came back to Raw because I was like yeah he pretty much whooped everybody ass on SmackDown so I'm like what's the point? <laughs> and then agreed, agreed. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and, um, oh, and I thought 
I wish at the time that Christian would have been drafted to SmackDown, but I'm hoping this year he'll get drafted to SmackDown because at the moment right now, Christian's starting to get lost in the shuffle too, which I'm that's pissing me off too because I'm like, yeah, you, I just don't know what they're doing with him. It's just like he's still stuck too. and He ain't the only one. Kofi getting stuck now too after that squash with Sheamus last night, which I was upset with also. I'm, I'm just yeah, like, God, what, what the hell? I was, I was just like, what the hell's going on with Raw, man? I mean, damn. It's like they don't even deserve to be called the flagship show anymore. I mean, SmackDown, to me, is the true flagship show for right now. It's just, yeah, because it's that much better. It's, it's, uh, a, long time ago, a long time ago, it used to be ECW for me when this show first launched off on the air. Oh, really? <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was. Well, that's the best. It had my homeboy. None other than Rochester native Colin Delaney. Really? He was on ECW back in the day? Colin Delaney? Hell yeah. He was right with uh, Tommy Dreamer. And then what he used to do is he used to come in and get his ass whooped almost every week. Uh, Well, yeah, I wish. Like I said a couple weeks ago when we were talking about the ECW barrel and stuff, I was like, I wish I would have watched it sooner because because uh, other than me watching wrestling, I'm also like an anime fan too. So I was I was starting to get, I was still getting into anime and stuff. So it was really hard for me to choose between anime and wrestling. So, so all right, Taurus. I hate to do this, but we got next caller right up lined up. Aww. Aww. I'm sorry, brother. I know we got <laughs> six minutes, and I try to get. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, oh, Todd. Oh, one more thing. Yeah, what's up, buddy? Um, yeah, do you have you have a show coming up this Thursday, right? Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Oh, all right. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure because I'm I'm gonna try and call in your show that night. I expect to yeah. see you there, my friend. All right, all right, man. All right, but take care, man. Have a all good right. night. All right, you too. All right. Bye bye. Ladies and gentlemen, super fan Dakaris. And for the next five minutes, we have none other than the legendary Jay Gorgeous. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. What's going on? Nothing much, nothing much. It's good to hear your golden tones once more. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Yeah. I looked down at my phone and I uh, saw what time it was, and I thought, "Geez, I got I better get calling." Uh, I was out in Rockport right now, leaving Walmart. Just brought some fishing gear, but uh, yes, that's right. I I take uh, 30-minute treks out to Walmart at 10 at night for fishing gear. And, See, that ain't uh, nothing. I go to Walmart at midnight just to walk around to buy whatever I can. Yeah, I uh, bought a garbage can for my room, and uh, and I bought this cool little tap thing. Like, I I figure I'm putting like my ice cold lemonade in that. And, uh, but yeah, enough about me and my Walmart Walmart adventures. Um, how about my boy Jack Swagger? Jack Swagger, yeah, Jack Swagger is uh. Jack Swagger pulled one out. Sadly, I am well, not sadly. I'm proudly, proudly, I am a big uh, Jack Swagger fan. The all-American, American, American world champion. Now, see, now, now you got to say it just like him, though. 
How do you say it? The All-American American. <laughs> and don't forget to speak with a lisp either. I, I honestly think that that lisp is natural. I don't think he's faking it. Yeah, I think it's pretty natural too. Um, and I don't know. I'm glad that they're pushing these young guys. Like, I mean, I mean, the only person I feel bad to or feel bad for is is Kofi. I mean, yeah, I mean, they don't care about having the title really because. You know, it's all predetermined. Like, back when Carlito was coming out, like, we all had this discussion that the guys in the back don't really get all upset if someone has the title over another because it's just for the show. But uh, and the title doesn't really mean that much. Um, but, I mean, it's got to tear Kofi a little bit up inside that, you know, he, here he was getting this huge push. and I don't know. I'm... I know, I know what you mean. I mean, uh, but like we said before, it's nice to see that they're finally starting to push some of the younger talent. Granted that Shawn Michaels oh, yeah. did leave, but yeah. I'm sure that I would love to see like a Shawn Michaels, uh, Seamus, J- Shawn Michaels, Jack Swagger, and whatnot. Because I guarantee you, the sh- uh, Swagger and Michaels match would have been a really damn good match. If remember uh, the match that Michaels had with Angle. Back at WrestleMania, yeah. and that match almost stole the whole entire show down. Yeah, last night, I, speaking of Angle, I'm like watching WWE right when, and I didn't even know that TNA was on from eight to ten. But frankly, I don't watch TNA. Like, I, I honestly gave it a shot. I can sit here and tell you that uh, that I gave it a shot, and I, I'm sorry, I, I just don't like their production style, their how they go about presenting their product. I mean, I switch over to TNA and they're having a ladder match with Angle and and uh, I don't even know what they call him now, Mr. Anderson. Uh, and then I, I'd rather watch Jack Swagger cut a promo. I guess it's the WWE fanboy, I guess. Jay, we got about one minute left. All right, well, I'll let you guys close out the show, but, you know, I'll, I'll call you guys next week. All right, Jay. All right, so David Hasselhoff, coming That's to right, Raw. Baby. Don't That's have right. Raw. That's right, baby. Night <laughs> yeah. Rider. Have a good one, Jay. Did you just mention Night Rider? Of course. Yeah, hey, I didn't do it. I was going to be good and not even mention it. But since Jay Gorgeous didn't mention it, don't hassle the Hoff, baby. David Hasselhoff, the original Michael Knight of Night Rider, will be hosting Monday Night Raw. I am so excited. Uh, you, how does it feel to be the only person in America to be to be excited about David Hasselhoff gets hosting her off? How does it feel? I mean, come on, it's don't hassle, don't hassle the Hoff. I mean, he is. I want to see him come down in the Trans Am. He needs to come down in the Trans Am. <sighs> just in time, just in time. Hey. I got all the Night Rider seasons actually lined up right now, right beside me, and I think right after the show is over that I'm going to be watching me some Night Rider. I feel bad for your fiance, my friend. Night Rider, seriously? Hey, I'm all about the new one because it's a Mustang. I'm more addicted to Mustangs than I am to Trans Ams. But 
I should say once more, once again, Mr. Orndorff, it's been a pleasure and an honor to have you as my co-host. Thank you so very much. It's been a fun time as always. Everybody tune in. The Time and Drop Show next week, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. All right. For Kyle Cruz, I'm just in time. See you next week on the Atomic Drop Show. See you. Adios. Yo. Yo. All right, cool. Show's over. Yeah, that was a good show. That was a really good show. I'm very happy cool. with it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that was a good time. And, and again, thank you for calling in for the third or fourth time. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty ridiculous. I don't know what the hell happened. The, the uh, so the first time, like, like my phone died, and then the second time, like my phone was on, it just got cut off somehow. Oh. Weird, omnit, weird, weird abnormalities that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Hmm. Is it, you gonna tune in on uh, on Thursday? You think? Do you have oh, to I, work? I'm yeah. off on. I'm off on Thursday, believe it or not, for a change. There you go. So I will actually get, be in. I will have my uh, top ten worst gimmicks already lined up. Yeah, dude, I'm pretty pumped about that. Dude, what were you doing? Eating be... a burrito? Me? No, I... I just heard some beeping in the background. Oh, it, it pulls my car. Actually, something that you don't know, and uh, in charity... Like, because the only person that knows is I do every show in my car. Do you really? I do every show in my car, yeah. Hey, that's it, nothing to be ashamed about. No, 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 it's not. It's just, just like I don't, don't like advertising stuff, but, but like it's hard to do my show like with me like all excited and stuff and like people around. You know, it's just like kind of weird. But uh, yeah, I do everything in my car, so that's what the noise was. Oh, that, well, hey, I mean. No, when you hear me, I'm normally out in a hotel room or down in a hotel lobby doing the show. Oh, really? In a hotel room? Well, that's because when I normally go down to Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, that's right. Except now that with the weather getting better, they're not going to be spending a lot of time in a hotel room, so I will be uh, spending uh, more time sleeping in the back of a car or a pickup truck. Yeah. So you may hear the sweet sounds of big, big semi-truck horns and whatnot. <laughs> Do you go down there every week? Uh, I try to go down there every other week or whenever time allows. Hmm. Yep, nothing. I try to go down there just to see what's up and try to help out work where I can and if I can make some extra scratch money. Yeah. Huh. Are you going to uh, speak with Michael tonight? Mike? Uh, if I text him, I'm sure he'll give me a call or give me an update on him. I right, should actually well, do that right now. Well, well um, if you speak to him and he's off on, uh, on Thursday, tell him to make a list and call into my show at some point. Oh, yeah, I will, without a doubt. Yeah, I, I'm pretty excited about this one. So, yeah, I, I still got like three more top tens and stuff. I'm like, I don't know what to do yet. You know, so it's like I got to brainstorm about some ideas. But well, well, you got plenty of time. I mean, what you can even do is have you done the top top ten best intercontinental champions? Yeah. 
Okay, top ten hardcore champions. I was never much for hardcore. Oh, that that was my favorite WWE title. Uh, <laughs> That's the best looking title. It was the best. They just took a freaking hammer and just destroyed the son of a bitch. <laughs> so yeah. my question is, uh, not a drop off topic. How can you be in the chat room if you're out in your car? That's where my computer is. I I can reach wireless from in my car from Charity's apartment. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Yeah. Yeah, no, like it's like it's pretty relaxing, you know, just hanging out, have the AC on. <laughs> oh, I don't blame you. I mean, that's what I would do. Yeah, but then again, right after I get done, when I'm in the hotel, I know I just go to the bu- hotel lobby and go to the bar and drink. <laughs> <laughs> How was your scotch tonight? Strong. I've never had scotch. It is a very, 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 very strong drink. What do you prefer I try if I ever try it? If you, For a mixed drink or just a drink in general? Yeah, just a drink in general. I, drink in general, I am passionate to Southern Comfort and Coke. Southern Comfort and Coke, huh? That, actually, my buddy, uh, Brian Lape, uh, he, I never used to drink until he said, here, try this. And I tried it, and it tasted like a little bit like flat Coke. But after a while, it just started tasting better and better and better. Or also, or also, what you can do is add a little bit of lime to it too, and it is the best tasting drink. Hmm. I'll give that a shot. You have to. I highly recommend that one. <laughs> you highly recommend I become an alcoholic. <laughs> hey, if you're gonna do the show, you gotta at least start drinking. Yeah, I never drink, so I'll give it a shot next time. There you go. All right, brother. Well, I don't want to keep you out in your car for far too long. (laughs) All right, man. All right. All right, buddy. Take care. I'll talk to you later. All right. See you. See you. Welcome to the Atomic Drop Show, live on Blog Talk Radio. Your number one source for wrestling news, interviews, and analysis. You better listen to this. Hey, everybody, this is Sunny, the original diva of the WWE, and you're listening to the Atomic Drop Show. Don't go away. This is the slash of the slicer, the dicer, the ripper, the sweater, the love taker, the money maker, the honey shaker. Guys, My name is Lauren Brooks, the past interviewer for TNA Wrestling, and you're listening to the Atomic Drop Show part of the show by calling in at area code 646-915-9116. The Rock Superstar Chaos. Sid Vicious. Chris Hammer. The Hardcore Homo Angel. This is Jimmy Jacobs and you're listening to the Atomic Drop Radio Show. Keep your money here revenant on the Atomic Drop Show. Tune in. And now here are your hosts, Justin Todd and Kyle Cruz. The little punk ass 